You're listening to The Recovered Life Show, the show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. We're talking about overcoming negative body image in recovery. I've got recovery coach and recovered life contributor, Haven Jobeck on the line with us. How are you doing today, Haven? Very excited to be here and very excited about the topic today. I am thrilled to have you. Listen, we come to you with anything that has to do with body image, disordered eating. We know that you're an expert in that area. And look, overcoming negative body image, this is a very big topic for people that are in recovery, not only from disordered eating recovery, but also from drug, alcohol, codependency recovery. It's a really big thing. I I just got to start off, though, asking you, what is negative body image? Because I think we hear about this a lot, but we might not totally understand exactly what it is. Great question. And it is pretty much everything that has to do with the way that we look and feel inside of our body. It can be from being obsessed about overweight, underweight, too tall, uh, too short. Um, It can be like having rosacea or not liking the color of your eyes. It can be from mere avoidance all the way to like not being able to pass a mirror without staring at yourself. And most people have some sort of uh, body image problems, especially after coming into recovery. Uh, There's something about active addiction that makes us just completely blind to how we're treating our bodies or how we're looking. And once that fog starts to lift up, then we go like, Oh, and it almost becomes like a new addiction or a new obsession to start thinking about like, was my nose always that big? Like, are my eyebrows even? And instead of dealing with real life on real terms, you know, we just get sucked into this like small, small world of being trapped inside of our body and trapped of the way we look. Is it really just being hypercritical? Because you hear this in the rooms as self-deprecating like kind of down on yourself. And I know a lot of people in early recovery are like that because they're not feeling their best, right? They're not, they've been beat down. And a lot of times it might've been the first time that they've ever really lost really big. They had to surrender, throw up the white flag and say, I can't do this. Is this, is this a case of just being hard on yourself? Are there other signs and symptoms that kind of go beyond that, that maybe you're really kind of suffering from specifically a negative body image? Well, low self-esteem definitely uh, contributes to uh, low body image. Uh, That is a contributor, but it's not the only contributor. We have society that sets up how we think we're supposed to look. There's a cultural um, element to it. Um, There might be generational, you know, like my great grandmother thought that the size four was the only size to be and then bought my grandparents, uh, my great aunt and my grandmother size fours, even though they wore a size 10 and just told them get into the right size. And so this is like generational dysfunction where I like always thought I was supposed to be smaller. And then I have a whole society telling me the same thing. And then men are supposed to have uh, like abs or they're supposed to have uh, muscles and they're supposed to be tall and uh, jaw lines. And if you're not falling into this, it's not just about negative or low self-esteem, it's about magazines and friends and generations of uh, just telling us how we are supposed to look. And the reality is most of us don't fall into what we think we're supposed to be. And so there is a dysmorphia part of it 
And I would say that when it goes beyond just low self-esteem is like, what kind of words are you using when you describe yourself? Like, oh my God, I look like an elephant today. It's like, well, well you don't, right? Uh, other, like, I can't, like my ears are as big as, um, as Dumbo's or, you know, and so when we start using that type of hyperbole, then we know we've really fallen into um, low body image or really having body image issues versus just low self-esteem or being sort of in a rut and not being nice to ourselves. Yeah, I love this because I, I think you brought up a lot of things that people think of, but also people get obsessed with this. And, I, and I'm glad that you brought up men as well, because I think people pigeonhole this as well. This is just an image with women. It's not an image. It's not an issue with men at all. But I know a lot of men in recovery who've gotten obsessed with going to the the gym. The gym has become their new addiction. And maybe they don't have that traditional, what they think is should be V-shape, right? <laughs> with, with the guy, the huge shoulders, right? Like not everybody is not everybody is built like that. And but there's this obsession that somehow that they're not perfect. Look, obviously, this is a thinking issue. And we know that addiction is a thinking issue too, because obviously we wouldn't be talking about addiction if everybody got sober. They just go on with their lives, but that's not the case, right? So what why is having a body image and changing the way that you think about yourself? And your negative body image important in recovery? Great, great question. And so my my question to the person that comes to me with um, body image issues is how is it affecting your life? And what I realized, especially after doing um, my course on body image, is that it affected how I was living my life so much more than I realized. If I felt like my thighs were too big that day, then I would avoid wearing shorts, which seems like a small thing, you know, but now I'm changing like, Half of my wardrobe, I'm not allowed to wear anymore because the way I'm feeling about myself or, oh, I can't go to the gym. You know, everyone's so fit there. They're all going to see how fat I am, you know, or, oh, I can't, um, I can't talk in front of these people because women are supposed to have a softer, nicer voice. And I have a deep voice. I mean, and so body image is all of these things. And once I started really seeing like, wow, I am avoiding so much of my life and I didn't even realize it. Until I went through and I really looked at um, how is body image affecting me? And there's a lot of people, they, don't, they won't go on dates because they just, how could anybody find me attractive? They won't go out with their friends because everybody's going to be talking about how big their nose is or, you know, everyone's going to talk about my color, uh, how my skin tone isn't the same. And, um, and realizing like I'm really setting that my entire life around what other people think about me. And if, you know anything about addiction, you know that that selfishness and self-centeredness is going to lead us back to the drink. And so it's that same thing of being trapped in self and not living this beautiful life that's just like out there for us to take advantage of. Yeah, sober, but yet the inner dialogue is chaotic, right? And 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 not based in reality. You know, I hear this a lot in recovery. I remember in early recovery, somebody told me, you know, if I heard somebody talking about you like you talk about yourself, I would kick their ass, right? Like a lot of times this negative self-talk is so huge. And then when it morphs into the body issues about who you think that you should be, it really depletes your life, obviously, in recovery. And that's, like you mentioned, that's not why we get sober. So here's the big million-dollar question, Haven. If if Can you really change your 
your body image because people are not going to be able to go from five, five to six, five. They might not be <laughs> able to go from, you know, 300 pounds to, to 150 pounds overnight, right? Like they might be working on themselves and making choices and decisions to maybe have a more healthier life. And maybe that would make them, you know, look different in their own mind. But even if that happens, I notice a lot of people don't change that inner dialogue. So how do you, how do you do this Haven? Well, great point because I can get a nose job and still think, think something's wrong with me. I can lose the weight and still feel fat. And so there's so many um, step-by-steps that will slowly change how we feel without having to change one iota of how I look. And so one of the exercises that I um, have my uh, clients do, and I'll give it away, right, is uh, stand in front of the mirror for six minutes and have a tape recorder and then just start describing yourself with somebody that's blind that can't ever see you or touch you, like describe yourself accurately. And so no longer using that, like, um, my thighs are like a mile, like wide, or, you know, it's like accurately describe yourself. And so this idea that, you know, our eyes aren't broken. Every time I look in the mirror and I say something, you know, it's like, it's not about ignoring how I feel about myself. It's not about, um, shutting down the negative voices. It's about building up the positive ones. And so after we go through that exercise, six minutes of uh, going from head to toe and then um, toe to head on how do you look like, how do you, how are you really going to describe yourself? And I think naked in front of the mirror, it's the first time anyone's actually looked at themselves and now start like describing yourself in like kind and complimentary ways. And so when I'm feeling fat, you know, I don't say, oh, your eyes are just broken, Haven, ignore yourself. I say, no, 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 like go back to the mirror and like, what, what's another way to describe it? like, you know, Haven, you're so feminine. You know, you've got such a feminine body. Like you're so soft or you're so strong. And I am starting to train my eyes to see different things about myself without having to change a thing. And it's empowering and it's lovely. And it's just like, it's such a nice way to like give myself a hug instead of shut myself down. And the relationship I'm building with myself is just absolutely beautiful. And it's possible for anybody without having to change anything about themselves just the words that they're saying to themselves. You know, I love, I love that because, you know, I, you know, it one, I know it really works because I've used it in different areas of my life in recovery. It's been one of the more powerful things that I've done in my own personal recovery. Uh, you know, and I guess I was going to ask you this other question, Haven, because, you know, we talked about societal norms and, you know, what comes up is somebody, uh, my, my buddy, George, who's been on the show several times has, has at, you know, always says, well, who says, who says you need to be exactly this weight, exactly this height, have, right? Who said that you have to go to this school or do that? Like, where are you coming up with this? He, you know, he, he always says this with people, where are you coming up with this? And I think the great thing about recovery is that we can finally ask these questions once we're sober and doing the deal, where do we come up with this idea that we should do this, be this, or look like this? Well, and then we decide, right? Like, do I still want to believe those messages? Like, I'm not crazy for thinking that society wants me at a size two. Like, that, that is not crazy thinking. Magazines tell me, the TV shows tell me, 
BMI, which was made by insurance companies, not by health professionals, right? Like they're all telling me that I should be so skinny. But if you look at my DNA and me and a doctor actually did, like we did my 23andMe, my DNA says that almost everybody like before me, all my generations weigh more than I normally do. And so my basic set point is supposed to be higher. And so I'm not crazy for thinking I'm supposed to look different, but I am powerful enough to change that supposed to, you know, now that I get to ask the questions of like, says who and go, oh, you know what? Like that isn't a value to me anymore. I don't need to believe magazines. Like they're crazy. You know, I don't want to work that hard <laughs> or it's not yeah. healthy for me, you know? Absolutely. And you know, the healthy thing, that's a, that's a very, very big part of this, you know, being healthy in recovery. If you're starving to death, if you're working out too much and ragged all the time, like that's not get, that's not going to lead to your best recovered life. So final thought here, Haven, if somebody's listening to this and said, you know what, this sounds great, Haven, you've been able to do this, but I've had negative body images all of my life, not just in recovery. Is there, you know, is this ever really going to change? Can you really change this? I can guarantee a change and it won't take that long. Like it's a guaranteed change. And then of course, I mean, it takes time, but improvement, right? I mean, I think as addicts, we want it to just be better, but I can guarantee improvement so that you can go live your best life, your best recovered life. You can go to the parties and you can accept um, invitations out places. You don't have to avoid mirrors and you don't have to get trapped by mirrors. Um, you can... You don't have to spend three hours getting ready and you can actually put some time into your looks. Like it doesn't have to be any of this all or nothing. And so like the first things are like being kind to yourself. Like what are some nice ways to describe the attributes about yourself? Like I have pretty blue eyes, you know, or I have, you know, like a um, nice heart-shaped face. And like, those are just like, those are factual and they are kind. Uh, womanly physique, voluptuous, you know, like these are all just like nice ways to describe myself that I get to use instead of like feeling fat or do I have a double chin today? Or, you know, are those extra wrinkles? Um, you know, I just, I keep replacing them with thoughts that make me feel good. And then I continue to treat myself kindly. And so I put on lotion in a kind way. I do an exercise that makes me feel good. And the, all of these things like, um, add up to really appreciating ourselves. Oh, this has been a great segment. Um, Haven Jobeck, thanks so much for coming on today and talking about thanks, overcoming negative body images. Thanks so much. Keep the conversation going. Join Recovered Life, a community of like-minded people who are looking to live their best recovered lives. Membership is free and you can apply at recoveredlife.us.